Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Yusuf Business Academy podcast. My name is George, and today I'm joined, as usual, by my favorite co-host, Ron. And today we're going to be talking about our journey to $30,000 a month, or I should say euro, because we're in Europe, um, to with Yusuf Automation. And uh, we're going to be talking about our updates and insights over the past week. As you know, we are managing teams, and they're these people, these are contractors from all the world. So they can ra raise some kind of challenges and... Uh, issues so let's address that ron has something to say that happened over to him uh, over the past week and uh yeah without in mind ron how are you man yeah i'm doing great and another great introduction on what there we're going go. to talk about yeah. <laughs> yeah the freelancers thing it's uh also an episode that we talked about last week because uh, my freelancer i had before uh got me some copyright strikes because the way he was uh making his videos if right. you don't, uh, if you haven't heard about it before, I, I suggest you listen to the, the previous episode. But yeah, right now I had a great freelancer. You heard her before with the instruction video. And you said like, whoa, amazing voice. Yeah. With this kind of uh, uh, video tutorials and this kind of freelancer, you can probably outrank some videos. So I was very excited to like skill, skill up, make more videos mm -hmm. with her. Uh, yeah. But she got some some family uh problems going on which of course is logical that she will like take a step back because yeah family is more important than making tutorials so that's totally uh logical uh, to me as well but yeah the other side is like i will basically have less uploads the upcoming weeks could be like you have no clue how how, how long it will take so i had to find a way to uh to still get my uploads in try to post immediately on uh, Upwork. Well, I did post on Upwork, but like no good candidates. Mm. Um, so I actually have another freelancer that was open for making more videos. And I told to him like, okay, I want to give you this opportunity to make more videos so you can earn more, but I really want the, the certainty that you will make that many videos. Otherwise we'll be still behind schedule. He right. said he could do it. Um, so I've basically split like put all the workload of two people onto one and we'll see how it goes but i think this also shows like we're wor working with humans here and yeah. well it can be like difficult sometimes to understand that because everything is from a screen and you basically talk on chat like hey make some videos and yeah they they all have like their personal uh, problems and issues and i actually had a freelancer also reach out to me uh, last week that i'm working with for like seven months he's like basically the the manager, he's like uploading all the videos, making sure everyone is uh, uploading the videos on time to him. Um, and he asked me for a favor to pay like $50 in advance because he needed it for a personal issue. And I was like, okay, sure. I'll pay you in advance because he did great work the past months. But that also shows like you need to be a little bit flexible when you're working with freelancers. So I think that's also a lesson for people to keep in mind, I think. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like you said, oftentimes we forget that it's not just, you know, a screen and, you know, words are being typed in and there's like a little image of the profile picture. There are yeah. actual human beings, you know, behind that that side of the internet who, like you said, have their own lives, families, and, you know, they got to pay their bills and whatever. So, like you said, being flexible, you know, my, free, my guy whom I'm working with as well, you know, he messaged me. I was it was like morning uh, and he was like, Hey George, um, it's an urgent situation. Can you please send me like $50? And I didn't even reply. I just went on to wise, wired him the money like immediately, you know, because I want to be 
that guy who, because I want to get the same from him. Yeah. You know, I want him to be responsive. And I, if I want, and if I ask him something urgently, I want him to be just on it. Okay. You want to, you want to get this change? No problem. You want to do this? No problem. And so, you know, like uh, the law of re reciprocation states that if you expect that, then you should be also, you know, do the same uh, in, in, in return. Hey, before we move any further, here's a quick announcement. This podcast episode is sponsored by you. Yes, you heard that right. For those of you who want to take their YouTube game to the next level and join a private group of people who are all striving to make money on YouTube, you are invited to join the inner circle. By joining the inner circle, you will get access to monthly recurring calls. It's kind of like an online hangout where we chill together, discuss each other's progress, ask and answer your questions, and of course, hold each other accountable. Besides the monthly calls, we also have an extensive bank of content where we have our courses, recorded calls, templates, and more. So click the link down in the description and take your YouTube game to the next level. And back to the podcast. Yeah, I, I think so as well. And that's also good for a long-term relationship because, yeah, you also know, like, when you found a great freelancer that can work within your budget and is, is making the videos of that kind of quality that you're looking for, you also want to maintain them and make sure they will stay within your team because it's such a hassle to find someone new again, to train them, to have the expectations right. So yeah. with one freelancer, I also increased the pricing, like, with 20% or something, per mm -hmm. video uh, because he also, also also was working a long time with me already and like on a monthly basis it's not that much because 20 percent right. is like the the video costed around two dollars so 20 percent is not crazy much more but mm -hmm. it still shows like okay i'm willing to invest in you as well and it probably motivates him more because if yeah. i would work for someone i also want to make sure i can make steps and grow as a person but also with my income yeah so, but I, yeah, I sometimes forget it as well. It's like uh, people actually like recording and making videos. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like you said, you know, having a backup is important because if you just have, you know, if you have a system going on for you, whatever it is, right, it can be super advanced. It can be super simple, right? They can fluctuate from left to right, from zero to 100. But whatever you have going on. If you just have, you know, one person in each position that your system is working, you know, as soon as one person steps out of the uh, out of the system, the whole thing, you know, crumbles. Yeah. So it's important to and I mean, this is something that I should probably tell myself more of because I don't have those backup people, those, you know, that are going to make sure that everything functions properly, even if, you know, someone gets sick or needs to have a break because of family or, or whatever. Right. I, so, yeah, it's a good it's a good advice to because, you know, we talk about automation, right? What is automation? It's not robots and computers just, you know, not doing yet. all those. <laughs> not yet. Uh, no. You believe that, but hey, maybe, maybe one day. But as of the moment, we're dealing with human beings, right? And whenever there's humans, there are going to be some errors. There are going to be something happening like that. So, yeah, it's yeah. very important. Uh, to account for that and have some kind of backup systems as well, 100%. Yeah, but you, before we started the podcast, you also want to talk about certain systems, I think. Like, does this. Yeah. So I've been setting system? up systems, man. I'm I'm not good with systems. You know, whoever is listening, I'm sure you guys, someone can relate to me. Like, ah. Uh, and, and, and I don't know if it's like, you know, me trying to like convince myself that whatever, but like, 
I am not that good with systems. You know, I am okay with like, you know, figuring something out, maybe being a little bit more creative or something, but I know it's all excuses. And like, if I really want to get it done, I can put my mind to it and get it done. But anyway, so I've been trying to, um, set up systems, right. Where not systems, like it sounds really broad and kind of, you know, undefined, but it's, it's really straightforward. I just want to set up a workflow where, you know, I have this something which is like working for me right now, right? Which is like recording longer videos, you know, comparison and review videos, right? About high RPM things and banks and et cetera, et cetera, right? If you kind of follow my YouTube channel closely, you'll see what I mean. But um, I want to build a business. I don't want to build myself a job, right? And I understand and what I've been doing late, like a lot is I've been doing a lot of the work myself, which is fine, right? Because I have the setup, I have the, the, the camera, the lights, the microphone, right? And I, I like right. the time and I like, and I want to turn this into my full-time job, right? But at the same time, I don't want to turn it into a full-time job. I want to build a business that will grow without me having to be present at the business and, you know, show up daily to record videos just to keep it running and just to keep it growing. But you Eventually, already do that, right? You already work with one freelancer, right? The, the guy from the UK? Yes, I'm working with one guy from the UK. Um, he's making these videos, right? Obviously, he doesn't have a great quality camera or a great quality microphone. Um, but obviously, this can be fixed with a little bit of capital. You know, maybe I can invest into him. I can send him a used camera. I can maybe send him a used microphone. Um, say, hey, listen, okay, we set it up. Let's sign maybe a contract that because I send you this, you're going to be required to record me X amount of videos with this price. And after that, maybe the price increases per video. I don't know, something, right? Just to make it kind of worth it for me. Um, because maybe I do want to invest into him eventually, but I also want to make it worth it for him, you know, just not to kind of abuse the guy, but actually, you know, just so we're both benefiting from this, right? And then it all yeah. needs to kind of boil down to the math behind it, right? So he needs to get paid, but because I'm the one taking risk, whether the video is going to rank or not, then I need to make sure that I have a, a margin of safety um, secured that, you know, even if, you know, 30, 40%, 50% of the videos only rank, I'm still going to be able to make my money back with all the investments. You know what I mean? So yeah, the challenge here really is, is to like set it all up, um, find the right people, um, build the workflows, right? Explain to everyone, okay, you are responsible for this. When this kind of trigger comes in, this should be your action, right? Kind of like the Trello flow. Yeah. Um, and then, then just, just start it and, and, and improve it every day a little bit, give more, more instructions, you know, control it quality control it and then it's basically called like an sop like a standard yeah. operating procedure um so this is something that i need to work on uh, more and more but and i'm talking a lot here but um i've been focused all this time on on making all these videos myself and like really like hustling right like this this kind of like hustling thing the hustle culture culture this is what i've been doing um but as my income is now growing slowly i want to slowly start you know not stepping away from it i still want to continue making the videos myself like you know because i still have the energy i have the drive i'm young i want to do it of course but i also want to make sure that i integrate more and more so when i'm taking you know 
a little time off or vacation or, you know, I had to do, you know, drive to Ikea with my mom or something, right? I don't feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, working. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's an easy fix to, to do, right? I think the only issue or the only challenge there is, is finding the right people that fit your yeah. right budget. Like the whole thing exactly. with Trello, like I have everything automated except for the, the keyword research. I have my key, the video topics on the left. Then next to it is the video editing phase. When he's done, he drags it to the thumbnail phase. When there's a video in the thumbnail phase, the thumbnail designer knows, hey, I can make the thumbnail. When the thumbnail is added to the Trello card, the uploader knows, hey, it's complete. And he uploads it to YouTube, inserts the, the keyword I uh, added like in the beginning, he asserts right. in the title, he asserts in the description. Then I have, I've, I've made a document for him that he, how he needs to do like the tags. You have like different tools for it. What I suggest for you to do mm. is make like an SOP for every position. So uh, the thumbnail designer, the video editor, or the, the, the one, the guy that films, uh, yeah. and the thumbnail designer and the uploader maybe. I think I maybe mm -hmm. said one double. Uh, because you probably will have multiple people in couple positions because you will never find the right guy right away so you make like an sop per position include a loom video uh, within that sop where you explain the position in detail in a couple of minutes so they have like more feeling with it and mm -hmm. then you can basically start your journey to find the, the right guy the right freelancer for every position and if you see he's like slacking the first week uh remove him for the team because you have the sop you have the video record so you can you can just send it to everyone in the future until you find like right. the right guy and then yeah. he will yeah get better and better over time yeah that's great that's great and you know one limiting factor for me um up until this point was budget um because yeah. i was always investing my own money but i mean my own money now i'm making also my own money but i mean as in like from from like my other sources of income but now you know this month and the next month i'm gonna start having some youtube money come in right which I want to reinvest into the business. So now it's about the time that I start thinking, okay, how do I create the SOP? Uh, yeah. What kind of people do I need? How do I do this? And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And, and, you know, like there's many different ways to go about this content creation. You know, you can do the route of, you know, short how-to tutorials, right? You can go the route of long how-to tutorials. Uh, you yeah. can go the route of, you know, review videos or comparison videos or whatever it is. Right. Top top 10 videos and and each one of those requires a different set of procedures and depending on the procedure requires you know the different SOP. true but it also depends on the skill of the freelancer uh you find like i the, the one freelancer that's like uh for personal reasons not active right now i just gave her some topics and i reviewed her videos but she already had like a natural way of she already knows like okay this is the keyword phrase she can really think as the as the viewer, like, okay, he probably wants or he or she probably wants to see this in the video. She just mm. does a quick scan of the tool or the website and she can tell it like very in a natural in an organic way. So I think it really depends also on the freelancer, like how skilled is the freelancer and how can the freelancer like put himself in the viewer's position and make the video that way. But yeah. I, I think in the beginning, like I started a second channel uh just to diversify and just as a second income. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm uploading there low quality videos, short ones to gain authority and volume quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm switching again to like more higher quality videos. But the reason I'm doing lower quality videos first is for the authority, but also because it's cheaper. 
and it's easier to get like a volume out. And then later on, I will improve on the quality. So yeah, that's a thing you need to talk about, or think about maybe. Like, do you want to do maybe a little bit less quality first, but more bang for your buck in terms of quantity hmm. or higher quality videos, but less videos? Someone commented on our previous episode asking you how many videos yeah, you replied. have uploaded. You replied, but then they also did a follow-up question, which is um, something like how much it costs per video or something. So could you please elaborate for us uh, your like break down your costs of yeah. your system that you have going on? Yeah, I'll get my Excel sheet so I can be very exact. Oh my God, let's <laughs> go. Yeah, so, okay, before, like the first five months of my search channel, I only uploaded, uh, that's not true, but like 99%, I uploaded only short videos between one to three minutes long. Mm -hmm. Each video costed me $2 to make. Mm -hmm. um, then I have thumbnail the thumbnail guy. Um, I actually pay him a monthly fee, not like per video, but if I would break it down, the thumbnail cost per video, I think it's around 50 cents. Mm -hmm. um, then the uploading part is also, uploading slash management is also 50 cents per video. So $3 per video, that was what, what I was spending uh, the first five months. I've gained and you were uploading And you were uploading how many videos per month? Yeah, in the, I went really hard in the beginning, but I have, I think 2,700 videos. Overall, yeah. So between, I think between three to four hundred videos each month. That's how I started. Okay. So anyway, but I must like... also say, I must also say, first couple of months I was not the best at keyword research because of course it's a skill, and I was also spending less time on search because I still have my browse channel. So I, I since I now dropped my browse channel, I'm like way more confident and better at doing keyword research. So. I was more doing the volume game because I was maybe not sure what keywords to focus on. So you can probably do it with half of the uploads as well if you know how keyword research works, you know? Got it. Yeah, but okay, to continue. So $3 per short video. Now it's around $3.25 because I give the guy a small raise. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also have longer form videos which are um, between $15 to $20 per video. Those videos are between six to 10 minutes long, but it's more like the videos are a little bit longer, but also more in depth. And the topics are often more technical um, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, those costs are a little bit higher and that's fine because those topics are most of the times, that's at least what I aim for, higher RPM as well. So you make the money back because the RPM is higher. So the, pr yeah. the, the, pr the production costs can also be higher. And how many longer videos are you aiming to upload per month right now? Um, for one freelancer is making 40 a month. So that's $600. Um, okay. And the other one is making 25 a month for $20. So that's $500. So around $1,100 each month for long form videos or more in-depth videos, basically. Mm -hmm. And you're getting 45 plus 20, 65 videos. So about two videos per day, give or take. Yeah, and for the shorts, I have, but I like because I have a second channel, I upload between 150 to 200 short videos per month on that one. 150 to 200. Okay, yeah. and those channels are split. So you're doing short yeah. on one channel and then long on the other channel. Yeah. And yeah, but the other channel, I also build up the authority because of short videos. 
Okay. Yeah, got it. Well, I think this was really interesting for, you know, a, a lot of people listening because we never really took the time to uh, look into your like breakdown of the costs of the production, basically. So thank you. Yeah, but Very the thing is, yeah, you're welcome. But the thing is also like, I like to go really hard in terms of investing because now, especially because now I know I'm more confident with the keyword research. So yeah. I'm spending all my YouTube money in it and also my some extra for my private uh, because I have my other company. Yeah. So I'm, I'm also spending spending like six seven hundred euros for my private uh, income in it as well. Mm-hmm. Like if I w- would not have my private income added to it, I would probably like do like twenty five uh, long form videos less. So I have like forty a month because otherwise I Got couldn't it. afford it. Yeah, your tolerance for risk is higher then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like the thing is with search, like before I also had a browse channel, but for me. It was very un- uncertain uh, when you will get views and how much money you will make. The thing is with search, I now have the channel, I think seven months, maybe eight months almost. You can basically check like the last year progress. It's going up in a straight line or another straight line, but it's yeah. going up. You know, it's going up. So I, I'm very comfortable now with investing really hard in this channel because I know it will go up. So that's, that's why the I'm beauty doing about it. search. Exactly. And before I was investing maybe six months heavily also in browse. And that felt way worse every time to like invest that kind of amount of money. You still had in your mind like, okay, eventually the channel will blow up, blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. Yeah, of course you need to, to justify it towards yourself while you're spending yeah. so much money on it. Um, but with search, it's like a way more, yeah, way better feeling because you know in the end it will be all right. Because there are so many examples also out there, way bigger channels that also are doing search. Mm. You can basically see your trajectory, how things are going. So that's a comfortable feeling for me. Yeah, give or take. And the beauty about it is that if you do, if you build up your skills, as in, you know, you understand, okay, why certain keywords rank better than other ones, right? If you If you get better at spotting the opportunities in the market where you can kind of set yourself up right yeah then you 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 basically increase your return on investment that you do <laughs> yeah exactly and but the only downside but that's maybe also uh, because it's my that's how i am as a person it's taking a long time that's yes. the only downside but i think in the end if you have your channel set at 20 30k per month and it's a search channel you can basically of, of course with 10k a month as well you have a very relaxed way of living because you're not dependent on a viral video. You're not dependent yeah. on, on certain trends anymore. You have a very stable amount of views, a stable income. So that peace of mind, that's what I eventually I'm aiming for. And I think that's like very, uh, very nice uh, view to have, perspective to have. To aim for. Same. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I look at it as a digital asset. Uh, that yeah. is very consistent, right? Especially if you make good videos that actually solve people's uh, problems or, you know, answer their uh, questions. Um, and one thing that you need to be very, very careful from the get-go is, of course, understanding the terms of policy of YouTube because, yeah. sure, you can grow um, and you can build up your channel and you can upload and it's beautiful, but you want to stay away from trouble, you know? People talk in the community about uploading 
you know, how to get Spotify premium for free, et cetera. And, you know, there are cases where people get away yeah, from Photoshop, it. Photoshop, yeah. Yeah, Photoshop, and they're like, yeah. They, they can appeal all this. But in my opinion, and I think you will agree, is that it's better to play it like very long term and, and stay as much as possible away from anything that can cause you problems. Um, because, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea and there's no need for you to create those, you know, videos that sure are certain, not certain, but there's a very high chance they will rank, but there's also a high, you know, risk that you might get a copyright or a strike or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So it's a shortcut. I, That's how people see it. And I think yeah. on the long term, you will eventually get caught because the thing is, if you try a tricky topic and it's working, you're like, Hmm, I didn't got a strike or, or anything. Yeah. Well, let's do more of it because it's, it's getting so many views and then eventually you will get caught. So yeah, yeah, I think I think it's uh, it's not a smart way to approach it, especially if it's a long-term game, which Church is. So yeah, it's not smart to do in my opinion. Yeah, you need to be very patient and you need to like, as well, you know, as for you, for me as well, patience is so like, it's a virtue, right? You need to, <laughs> you need to build it up, right? Uh, destiny uh, sorry discipline is destiny i think that's a new book by ryan holiday um but actually something happened to me on the weekend as well on sunday um i made a couple of videos not a couple i made like maybe five or six or eight videos about steak.com uh, okay. gam gambling website or whatever it is i have no idea anything about it like i've never really gambled i've maybe been to a casino once i'm i'm very far away from that whole world because I have a very addictive personality. I'm still making tutorials. Listen, guys, <laughs> you can make tutorials about anything. <laughs> so I had like, you know, six or eight tutorials about steak.com. And I didn't know that YouTube doesn't allow videos that promote or link to gambling websites. Can you believe it? I really didn't know that. Now I do. So I don't have the videos. So what happened was I had the videos like six or eight and one video was making like a euro a day, which is really good, like very consistently. It was how to withdraw money from stake.com. If you want to take the risk, make the video, most likely it will rank and you'll make money. But there's also a very high chance that eventually that video is going to get striked. So I was, I was, and then when I got that strike on Sunday morning, I was like, why, why, do, why do these strikes happen on Sundays, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, Maybe and, to, uh, to catch people off guard, you know? Others exactly. Relaxing. Uh, uh, ah, you want to take Sunday off? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> In your face, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically I consulted with, with you and with Hessel in our, in our WhatsApp chat and it was a hard decision to make, but I basically privated all the videos that I had made um, because... Yeah, because uh, I want to play by the rules of YouTube. And if they say that they don't want to promote gambling and not link to it, I'm not going to do it. So the hard decision was to get rid of that one video that was making a euro a day, you know, which is really good. Like if you like think about it, if you have 1000 videos making one euro a day each, right, that's a thousand a day. Yeah. So that's that's what we're aiming for. So that's kind of taking that one little you know, worker and, and taking him out of like work, basically. That's how I look at it. But it's okay because um, I look at it from long-term and I better keep my channel healthy and say to YouTube kind of, you know, not say, but show them that, okay, listen, 
I'm with you. You want me to? You want me not to? You, you want me not to promote this? Sorry, I didn't know. I'm gonna remove it. Here we are. We're playing clean, you know. So, got rid of yeah. that. That's the that's the, that's the only thing we need to respect because we play by their rules, you know. It's their exactly. platform, so we have no choice. And so you you basically just have one strike on your channel now, or I have a warning. A warning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So you can get three more strikes. That. that like yeah, that's fine. I have yeah, a I just well. I just have a warning. The only thing is when you get a warning, you get like little thingy at the top. Of yeah, your it doesn't channel. go away. <laughs> it doesn't go away. And to me, that's like I had this channel for like three and a half years now, and I've never I never had any issues. So now when I log in and I see that little thing, that I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it! Like yeah. I should have known. I should have known better. Like I should have read the terms. Ah, it's fine. I think most people will. Uh... At least once uh, have this have this happen, you know. But it's good that it happened because it made <clears throat> me read the terms, review them, right? Which they say all the time you should do. And now I'm like, okay, guys, I want to be with YouTube. I want to be like, I love this platform. I love what Alphabet and Google and YouTube are doing, right? So I want to create content for this platform, play by their rules, right? And I'm going to avoid anything that goes against this because I want to be part of it, right? I want to be in this business of video content creation, basically. Yeah, yeah, but it, it also, this also shows like it's good to also diversify. And I think it's good you also have two channels. Like you mentioned before, like you were, uh, at least today in WhatsApp, thinking about maybe focusing on one channel. Have you thought about it yet or you're not sure? Yeah, um, so... Uh... I've been uh, reading a little bit about physics and this uh, law of entropy. And I've explained in our uh, private mastermind group, the inner circle, um, that's, you know, to the members as well. And I drew this graph and you know what I'm talking about. So basically, if you think about energy, right, and you think about it as, you know, 100 units every day, right, if and you are trying to get you're trying to run some kind of like a like a marathon, right, with that energy, right, and each each kind of unit of energy takes you a little bit closer there, right? It's not a straight line, but it's a line like this. That's kind of so you draw a picture in your head. So then if you take those 100 units of energy, right, you have the decision of how you're going to spend that energy. You can spend it on two things, right? Oh, I'm going to be working on my website, and then I'm also going to be doing my, my YouTube stuff, right? Or you can spend it on three things, right? Oh, I'm going to work on my website. I'm going to do my YouTube thing. And I'm also going to do something else. Now, if you're trying to get somewhere, which is really far, usually right, with any of those things, then you probably want to get there as fast as possible. So to get there as fast as possible requires more energy. Now, if your 100 units of energy are divided into three things, each day, you're only getting about 33 units yeah. further, right? But if you say, Okay, I'm going to drop those two things and I'm going to take 100 units of my energy and put it towards one thing. Then all of a sudden, you're getting three times faster towards that one goal, which lies far ahead. Does that make sense? It, it makes a lot of sense. But the thing is, like, eventually this, this challenge would go away if you would outsource everything, of course. Right? This is, this is mostly the, the thing you're explaining now is the video production <laughs> itself, right? Or Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah, focusing actually, on yeah. one channel and, and just focusing all the energy and uploads and, you know, the scripts and, and just, yeah, just the whole video production, basically. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, like I told you before, like it really the only difference here is you upload it to a different channel. The whole work process stays the same. You make the same videos. The keyword research is the same. So you're still putting 100% energy into that. The only decision yeah. you have to make: I'm going to upload it to this channel or this channel. So I don't think there's any difference at all. Or if maybe one channel has like higher RPMs normally, or already has more authority. Yeah. Then it maybe makes sense, but in terms of your workload, you're already focusing on one thing, that, that, which yeah. is making videos. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, you know, you know me, I always try to like kind of simplify it and and work even further on just the one thing, the one thing, trying to find that one thing every day that you need to, that I need to work on to, you know, eliminate distractions and just do it, do it, do it. That one thing. Um, but I guess for me, it's more of like a, just a psychological question. Yeah. Um, Instead of kind of, you know, if I think of, oh, I'm, I'm uploading 100 videos a month onto YouTube, you know, let's say I'm uploading 50 to my main channel and 50 to my second channel. But hey, why don't I upload all 100 to my main channel? You know, would that give me better results? Would that give me more focus? Would I see, you know, higher revenue jumps? Would, would the increase, you know, yeah. be more worth it? That's kind of my the, Could be. The talk in the head. You, but can't you just upload the same video on both channels? You will, you will not strike yourself. And maybe you can see if one outranks and maybe RPM is higher or lower. What's the no point idea. of that? Not to compare it. Then you have like a, then you can like compare the metrics. Maybe your older channel, your personal, which is 10 years older, has different yeah. kind of health factors, which YouTube prefers and ranks you higher. Like if that's the case, then it makes more sense to focus on the, the channel that that your health more healthy channel yeah I but have no clue <laughs> not I, i'm not gonna probably do the same exact video but you know Why similar not? videos it's possible yeah it is possible i'm not gonna strike myself obviously but what's the point uh, to compare like you have the exact same video so you can the, the, all the metrics are the same to compare so there's no variable <laughs> that's what i mean so you can check the rpms you can check how you rank like maybe one one video your other channel ranks higher than the than the other could be could just be. an idea i have no idea yeah, yeah, yeah i have no yeah, idea yeah. how to compare it elsewise you know yeah but uh, i i have something like that going on um if cuz remember i talked about that i uploaded um shopify theme customization yeah. video so we can actually take a look at um at the data here so I have one the uh, have one video here in my main channel, which is Shopify Sense theme customization. Um, the video is two months old. Um, it made forty two euro and it has an RPM of eleven and a half euros okay. with ninety three percent skippable ads. Okay, and you're so ranking number one for it for me. Probably. Yeah, I check uh, incognito. Yeah, so so eleven and a half uh, euro. RPM, 93% skippable. Now, if I go to my second channel and I search for the exact same video, but it's just a different theme, which is Dawn theme, the video has made, the video has a six and a half euro RPM with 50% skippable ads. So and you're ranking second on this one. Almost, almost, I almost double lower rpm than on my main channel yeah see then it makes sense maybe to only upload on your main with these kind of topics or fully yeah i'm gonna say you exactly how much it is 
11.21. Yeah, uh, 40 per, 40% uh, lower RPM on my second channel for the exact same video. Same length, just a different theme, basically. Yeah, so if your goal is to make as much money as possible through YouTube... Then I should probably focus on just one channel. Yeah, and maybe like since you're also planning to outsource a little bit more because you have some more YouTube money coming in, then I would put those guys maybe on your other channel to keep that one going as well. Since that one is also you, growing. Don't you think it would also make sense to put my freelancers onto my main channel as well? So the videos they make also upload it onto my main channel? Yeah. Yeah, like... Just it's so hard I can to say, if your skippable ads rate is much higher in your main and it's for every video, like this in one video, so... Yeah. Maybe it's only for this one, but if it's like the general, the general, yeah, if, if in general your other one is making more money, it makes more sense to upload there because you have more better ad type that's showing. Yeah. So you're, you will, like, if your main goal is to make as much money with YouTube as possible, then that's the shortest way, I think, if you earn more I money. think so. I think so. I just, it just feels really hard for me to kind of pause the second channel because i've put so much time and energy into it but you don't and, have to and i don't you like, put a you freelancer know I mean? like if you put a freelancer on it you don't have any distractions yourself you're focusing yeah. on your own main channel with also which also holds your name and yeah. then you have a freelancer working on the other channel which is automated with new systems yeah i think i think i'm gonna do that because i don't want to completely leave that channel like of course to, not. It's to making, nothing yeah. it's because it's making money now it's making about 30 euros a day, which is like almost a thousand. So I'm going to basically set up a system where all the money that that channel makes is going to be reinvested back into it. And all I'm going to be doing is just doing keyword research for it, basically. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. And may yeah. maybe the, yeah, the money that channel is making, you can invest in freelancers. So yeah, it's, 100%. It's, then, it, then it's really an asset that you can fully automate. It's taking care of itself and it's just running next to your main focus. Yeah. Yeah, I think it can be a good decision. Yes, I think that's a good decision. And, and and I think this is probably also a very valuable insight and takeaway for, for you guys listening is, you know, we had one member in our inner circle who uh, we had a call and I was just kind of talking to him. I'm like, all right, tell me about yourself. What do you do? And da, da, da. And, and he was like, yeah, you know, I, I do this and, and I also do that. But, you know, I also try to do this and, and, and that. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. <laughs> You're doing way too many things at the same time. And I had the same thing. I was trying to do a lot of things. And if I look back at my to-do lists, even from like a couple of years back, you know, I had like a one page to-do list that I wanted to get done in a day. And then I would get done only a few things. And then I would feel bad about myself because I was like, oh, why couldn't I do all these, you know, 25 different things? Why could I only do like these two, three? And, and eventually, you know, I heard Warren Buffett says, said that you know his he doesn't have a to-do list <laughs> his he, it's not existent he he wanted to remove it from his life he didn't want to have to-do lists in in his day-to-day -day thing and that it really inspired me to think about okay how can i minimize the things that i need to do in a day and tim ferris also talked about it so now really i i'm really focused on just how can i do the least amount of things and still get the most results right the pareto efficiency the 80 20 principle um, it really, really, it, it's, it has so much power to it. It has so much meaning. And there's, you know, if you really think about it, if you really take a moment and not 
be in this hustle grind thing, but you step aside, maybe meditate and think about, okay, what are the 20% of the actions that I do drive 80% of the results, right? And then you boil it down further, boil it down further, right? For yeah. further always it's a it's a never-ending like a process it's not like you do it once and then you figure it out and that's it no you do it once okay great we got rid of this distraction let's focus down on this work all right we work a little bit how can we do it again how can we do it again and again and again because you know it's it's very fluid right the work and, and our workflows are fluid and they change and we always need to adapt to them yeah i agree there's uh yeah I think Warren Buffett also he also says like he only needs to make one good decision in a year or something to make it worth it. Or so. I don't know. You probably exactly. know it better than me. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what it is. I mean, he only needs to make one good decision in a year to to get his job done, which is true. You know, they they if if because imagine how many uh, opportunities they have coming their way every day, right? Hundreds, yeah, but if not thousands. I must say he has a lot of leverage. Like he has a lot of capital to like make that one decision work for him. Sure. Yeah. But we need to aim to be at that level. Yeah. And that 100%. level doesn't come, you know, like, like that, right? It doesn't come just on a snap of a finger. No, exactly. But the, the thing is also when you have freelancers, that's, that's like uh, also leverage, but in terms of labor, which yeah. also frees up time, basically. So it's the same thing on a much smaller scale. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot different. You know, still. you know how often I think to myself, how would Warren or Charlie, you know, think if they were in my position? I like very often I think about it, especially when I kind of have some kind of questions in my head that I can't, I don't know, the, like I'm trying to contemplate, I'm trying to answer. I'm like about business, about a YouTube, right? I'm like, how, how would he think about it? How would he do it? You know, what would he aim for? And then I try to think from his perspective. And I, I don't know. I think it might help. It might, might maybe even help better if you drink a Coke. Uh, while <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a cherry one. That's uh, yeah. Warren's favorite. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, Ron, thank you so much for your time and energy. Thank you guys so much for uh, watching, listening, and subscribing. And uh, we will see you in the next week's episode. Ciao. Yes. Ciao.